Hello. Hello. I'm Ginger. I'm Dee. And, and this, this is Chatting with Chap. Okay, back so again. we are back. <laughs> and it's, it's September. Was it September last week? I think maybe it was. I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I know, but it's starting to feel like the mornings, and you know, I take yeah, the dogs it's out a little darker, a little chillier in the morning. It's gonna get in the seventies the next week or so. so it's actually fallish. Yes. Wow. I don't know how I feel, but anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's a twenty twenty. It's like mm -hmm. what? Wait, what just happened? Okay, yeah. so um, we oh, we were gonna talk about overreach. And mm -hmm. over compliance. Yes, we are, yeah, we are. But let's first, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's first talk a little bit about you all who have multiple children that you're homeschooling. Yeah. We just want to encourage you a little bit in mm -hmm. that, especially if you're a new homeschooler, because if you're a new homeschooler, you may be trying to replicate school at mm -hmm. home. And so you may have curriculum for each child, for each, each subject. Mm -hmm for four children and you're starting, <laughs> ah! you're, you're a week and a half in and you're ready. What did we do? You're this ready to awful. quit and your school days are 18 hours long. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So we just want to like address that oh issue because we've, we've been there and we have multiple yeah. children yeah. and we know what it's like to homeschool them. And so we just want to encourage you think one room schoolhouse. Yeah. Like, yeah, and the cool thing about one-room schoolhouses, too, is it wasn't like, I'm in third grade, I'm doing third grade math and third grade reading. Mm -hmm. I mean, we talked about yeah. the book Understood Betsy before, and she was like second grade math and seventh grade reading, although she was a third grader. Mm -hmm. So, like, think outside yeah. the grade thing. Like, technically on an affidavit, you don't need to put down a grade. There mm -hmm. really isn't any such thing as grade in homeschooling. It's just progress and learning more and mm -hmm. variety of things. Um, so yeah, it's really, you do schoolwork where you're at academically. Well, and, you know, and where your family's at. So find as many things as you can do together. Mm -hmm. I mean, we would often do things, you know, I would be teaching to the older ones and the younger ones would happen to be there Listen. soaking it in, yeah. <laughs> listening, but yeah. I didn't necessarily have a specific curriculum for mm -hmm. the younger one. Um, I even did that. We always did the same science. So like we did Apology of Science and we would work our way through the, the five or six different books. And even when we started a co-op and our co-op didn't use one science for all the grades, they had a different science for each grade. I was like, well, my kid's going to sit in class, but we're doing this science at home. So they sat and they were good and they participated and stuff, but I didn't read that science. We were reading swimming creatures that year and that was it. And that's what everybody did at home. And everybody, we might've done a notebook. We might not have, we did whatever, but we did not read astronomy and swimming creatures and botany all in the same year. Like I wasn't going there. We were right. doing all one thing. We did the same thing with history. Um, Obviously, math is level-related, yeah. and yeah. reading is level-related. But you can read stories out loud, right? I mean, there's read-alouds read are great, and that's a great way to build vocabulary. Mm -hmm. Little ones get... They, uh, my kids had really good... Every time they test, they have really good vocabulary. And that's because we just have read, and we've read higher-level books. You don't mm -hmm. read, like, Dr. Seuss all the time. You're reading to the junior high kids, and the little ones are hearing it, so they're hearing those, that's right. those yeah. words. Yes, that's good. So your, your days should not be 
totally overwhelming and making you crazy because you're trying to do 32 different, different subjects. subjects. Oh my. Just, it won't ah. work. It, it will never work. You'll burn out. Yeah. Before yeah, September. By now. now. <laughs> before September now. 15th. I don't know. <laughs> um, so we just want to encourage you in that. And if you have questions, you know, you feel free to reach out to us to ask. Ask other families who've been homeschooling for a while. Mm -hmm. You'll get into a rhythm. Um, it does take a while to do the rhythm. It does. It takes You'll get a while. In, it does. But yeah. Months even. Just it takes a encouraging long time. you to just think about your family as a whole and, and what's the best way to teach mm -hmm within mm -hmm. your dynamics and your ages mm -hmm. and you know yeah. yeah give yourself some grace yeah it's a learning curve it sure is sure. it sure is but yeah but we have lots of new homeschoolers and yes. we have lots of homeschoolers that have reached out to us and yeah. and we've seen in other groups who have all of these questions mm -hmm. in regards to the um public school, school and the districts. way that they're yeah the school yeah. districts and the way that they're handling their the influx of homeschoolers. Yeah, like yeah. I think, I think, I probably most school districts have had homeschoolers before, but now they're like, oh, there's like all these homeschoolers. Right. What do we want to do with them? How, how are we, you know? And some of them may, I'm guessing they don't understand the homeschool law. Right. So there, there's overreach happening. Right. And it's a shock to their system. It know? is. And so it oftentimes is. they're asking for things that they really, they're not, they should not be asking for. Yeah. Your diploma, your medical and dental immunization records, your birth certificate, your evaluator's name, your curriculum that you'll be mm -hmm. using. I mean, birth certificates of your kids. Yeah, any of the, that specific information is not required. You don't have to give it by law. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, especially with the medical, the dental, the diploma, if your affidavit is worded correctly, it attests to that. So I'll read to you the one that's on homeschoolpennsylvania.org. There's a line that says, I'm the supervisor of the home education program and I'm responsible for the provision of instruction in the home education program and that I have a high school diploma or its equivalent. Bam. You don't need to give them anything. And then I attest that the children named in the paragraph has been immunized against the following diseases. And then the next one was I attest that the children named in, par in the paragraph has received health and medical services required by article 14 of the public school code so the fact that those two things are in there if those two things are in there then you do not need to attach them to it and at the bottom there's a thing that says attachments and the only thing that's listed is educational objectives by subject matter and those are the generic ones that are on right now you do want to be sure that the affidavit you're using only has the objectives listed yeah. as your attachments yeah. i've seen an affidavit that a school district was handing out for people to use and under attachments, All it the stuff said they wanted the um, medical records, dental all records, immunization records, all these different things. So um, you want to make sure that yeah. your attachments, it doesn't say that at since, the end. Since it's a legal document, if you say you're attaching it, you need to attach it. Right. So you got to check and see what's on there. Right. right. So my suggestion is to write your own or use CHAPS. I would not use one from a public school. Yeah. Um, just be, for that reason, because they list a whole bunch of stuff that really is overreach and is unnecessary. So if, if you want to create your own, that's great. I think CHAPS is a great example. At least yeah. it has those particular things in there. And you can find that on homeschoolpennsylvania.org yeah. under affidavit. Also, beware of third-party requests for health information. Oh, Heard yeah. about that. Did you? Was you, know, well, you, you yeah, I just saw it. There was a, a woman in a, a school district in Lancaster, and there was she got an email from what is it called care docs care docs was the particular place it was a third party it was in the school district 
saying that that mom could update her kids if, it, if she logged, created an account, registered with them, she could update her kids' medical information and medical and dental throughout the school year on this system. And it was HIPAA safe, don't worry, it's, we comply with HIPAA. But I'm thinking, wait, what? So I'm thinking, no, if like you attest that you have it at home, you don't need to do that third party stuff. Right. So, and it was addressed to homeschoolers, like it was not a generic thing for all of the school district. It was like a, a homeschooler particular aimed thing. So I, I don't think I would do something like that. Nope. And we talked about this before. When you decide that you're going to homeschool, you're not applying to do so. Oh, it yeah. is a notification to the school yes. district, not an application. Yes. You're not applying to be a homeschooler. Yeah. So the word apply mm -hmm. implies mm -hmm. that the school district can tell you, uh-uh, you can't homeschool. And many, homes, many school districts are doing that. They're mm -hmm. saying, you can't homeschool. We did not approve your application. That's not legal. It's not valid. We are not applying. We are notifying. So you are telling them, hey, I'm going to homeschool. Just letting you know. Right. Here's my paperwork. And they can't say anything. Right. You can homeschool. And another bit, you know, another thing with the wording that gets confusing, you register for a public school. Mm -hmm. You file an affidavit, affidavit to homeschool. Yeah. 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 So don't put the word register with homeschooling. Because I think that really, especially when you're talking to public school people, I think it really confuses them because mm -hmm. they think that you're registering your child for a public school. <clears throat> it's not the same thing. So if we keep our words right. straight, it right. keeps everybody on the same right. page as to what we're talking about. So just remember, if you are filing an affidavit, you are giving notifications that you're going to homeschool, mm -hmm. the school can't put that on hold as soon as you hand it in. Start. Yes. Uh, they can't delay you, deny no. you. They no. can't fail your child. Mm -hmm. Um, they have no say over curriculum or anything. Or anything. Yeah. You, yeah, you are free to homeschool the way you want to homeschool yeah. as long as your children progress. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't even say anything about grade level. As long as your children progress and you are covering those subjects as it says in the law. Now remember in the law, like it doesn't say you have to do all the subjects every single year. Remember, we've right. talked about that before for elementary and those types of things. Um, just as long as your child is progressing, and you're covering these subjects right. at a certain time. They can't tell you what to do, and they can't tell you, well, you haven't done enough. Or they, you know, it's not, right. it's your evaluator says, hey, you're doing great, I'm gonna sign it. That's it. That's it, that you have freedom. There's freedom here yeah. as a supervisor. So we've gone over this before with you, but we just wanna go over it one more time. What are the requirements? What do you have to do if your child's been in school and you're deciding to homeschool? Yeah. Uh, we do recommend that you file, um, you send a withdrawal letter, you file a withdrawal yeah. letter. Some school districts have their own. Right, they and have it's a withdrawal not, That's not in the law, but it's just, it's a good idea. It is, yeah, yeah. And really, if, if you're filing an affidavit, uh, that's supposed to take care of it. Right. Um, HSLDA does suggest doing a withdrawal letter just so there's no like truancy issues right. and uh, if the school doesn't get your affidavit for some reason they're like why is your kid not showing up or whatever right that's what the withdrawal letter is yeah. for. Yeah so you can send that letter you also then file your mm -hmm. affidavit and objectives. Mm -hmm. so. And the day that you put like if you walk into this office and you put your paper down in there that's it you're you're good you know and if you stick it in the mail I think it's the day you put it in the mail mm -hmm. it's dated yep. you can start on that day. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
Also, if you have an IEP, you can decide to revoke you can that. Revoke you can it. decide you don't want that anymore. Yeah. Um, we've been that's, over that before. Yeah, that's a simple letter. It's yeah. just saying we're no longer going to follow the IEP for the such and such yeah. child. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. If you do have an IEP and you want to keep it, you're choosing to homeschool, you do need to have your objectives signed off by a special education teacher. So um, that is an extra requirement on top of just affidavit and objectives. Right. So if your child does have an IEP, that's one extra step. So there are some school districts that are on top of that, and they are saying, hey, you didn't get this signed, and the reason was because the child right. had an IEP. Now, if you decide you don't want to keep it, then you just write a letter saying, well, we've decided we are revoking this IEP, and we are right. no longer following it. Right. And you would hand that in instead. Yeah. yeah. And then you're just your generic objectives. They don't have to be detailed. We've talked about that before. No, you can no look curriculum back. less. No, you don't have to You can look back on our like episodes that. to see mm -hmm. where we talk about that, but just generic objectives and that's it. Um, so just don't comply with the overreach because what that yeah. does is it creates an expectation. Yeah. Yeah. The school district that the school district can ask these things of you and you will do them even though it's not in the law. Mm -hmm. And we don't want to do that because it's restrictive to us. Mm -hmm. We want our freedom. We want the homeschool freedom and we don't want to give them something that's not being required. It enables other folks to control what, what's happening in our homeschool. Right. So if the school asks you for any of these things or, or starts to give you a hard time, refuses to accept your affidavit, your paperwork, we just encourage you to get a homeschool-friendly attorney yeah. involved, uh, become a member of HSLDA. That's real simple. And yeah. just one quick phone them. call yeah. to them. Um, they will, like HSLDA I know is very, very happy to get in touch with the school district and say, hey, this is a law. Mm -hmm. This is how it works. This is what you can ask for. This is what you can't mm -hmm. ask for. Um, they're very happy to do that. And there are other lawyers out there that you can use. Just make sure they know their stuff. And Yeah. Yeah. And so you've done that. You homeschool for the year. At the end of the year, you see your evaluator. Get your letter, evaluation letter from yeah. them. them. That's it. That's all you hand that's in. It. They can't yeah. ask you for anything else at the end of the year. Yeah. Okay, so. What can you do? Yeah, what do you do here? So um, the best thing to do is to learn the law. Mm -hmm. um, it's on homeschoolpennsylvania.org, just the straight law. You can read it, get familiar with it, know what it says. And I, I just want to caution you, there are homeschooling groups on Pennsylvania. You're all out there on Facebook. You know different homeschooling groups that interpret the law differently. Um, CHAP has a more conservative view on some things. So homeschoolpennsylvania.org does list the places, like we'll say, CHAP believes this, mm -hmm. HSLDA suggests this. So where there might be a differing interpretation, there are other homeschool groups that may or may not agree with our interpretation or HSLDA's interpretation for that matter. And um, it's not that they're wrong, they're, it's just a different interpretation. That's right. That's right. Um, CHAP always encourages people like say, if you know you're gonna homeschool, file early, don't wait until the last minute. Mm -hmm. So that's why you might see in our verbiage, we might say file by August 1st for everybody. Because if you know, just do it. Right. You know, don't don't wait until the, the 11th hour. So right. um, this type of thing. So it's not that they're, if you do go to a public school, there's a good chance, there is a chance, I shouldn't say a good chance, but they might not have correct information. If it is a homeschool group, mm -hmm. it's probably just an interpretation right. difference. But know the law yourself. That's right. Understand so, it yourself. Right. And then know the law. Don't yield to the overreach. Think about like the history we shared week, a few weeks ago. Oh, about, yeah. Yeah. homeschooling in the history. state of Pennsylvania and and yeah. all the fight to get us to where mm -hmm. we are today mm -hmm. and so um, we don't want to give that the freedom up 
that right. we fought for right. all those years and you know had a chance to get a little freer at one point and lost it because we weren't in agreement right and so what happens so. when you yield to that overreach you know it becomes the new normal mm -hmm. and no one likes that strips term. freedom and creates <laughs> control so um we already said contact a lawyer ask seasoned homeschoolers ask questions um if you have questions yeah. ask them yeah so we want to encourage you to protect your freedom Protect your right to homeschool. Stand up and be firm. Like, if you know this is the law and you can't ask me to do this, stand firm with it. And if, if some school districts get really hard with you, then, yeah, get a lawyer. Get Call HSLDA. Get them involved because we want to stand up for these freedoms. Even if you're not planning on homeschooling for a long time, there's a whole bunch of us that are. Right. So um, if there's a whole bunch of people coming in who are over-complying, it can really negatively affect those of us who have been homeschooling for a long time or who are planning on homeschooling for a long time. So, you know, support everybody who's homeschooling or intends to homeschool and, and fight for those freedoms to do That's so. Right. Yeah. So the school has zero control over your homeschool as long as you comply with the law. Um, and we told you what that is. Affidavit, that. objectives, evaluator. Right. That's, that's all that this, so the school district can't say anything else outside of those things. And, um, oh, there's a thought that was in there and it just left. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it was. I hate yeah. it when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll come back. Um, you can still call and support HB 1938. Yeah, that's about um, the compulsory age. Mm -hmm. Um, the session isn't over, although we know that there's all kinds of other things going on right now, but I would still call, call up to Harrisburg and tell them what, what you're thinking about that, and you know, and that, that the homeschool freedom is important to you, um, and enjoy that freedom. That's right. Don't give it up. Yeah, we did want to mention one thing. There's a site out there that a lot of people talk to. It's, it's Ask Pauline, and like their affidavit, and I know objectives are good. I know I have friends who still use them. But there's a lot of their stuff that hasn't been updated. So I just wanted to warn you, there is some stuff out there that is still very uh, up-to-date and usable, but there's other things that aren't. So it's been shared a lot, and it, at one time it was an excellent resource and everybody went there, but now it has it has fallen out of, you know, it's not current, out of date. So, so just make just, sure just the information you're getting is up-to-date. Yeah. 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 And enjoy your freedom. Yeah. Don't give it yes. away. Yeah, no. don't give it enjoy away. It. Exactly. If you have any questions, is this overreach? I, I'm concerned. Like, what is this? Please post it here mm -hmm. or message us here at Facebook. We are very happy to answer your questions. We have a contact form on chatonline.com too, if you'd rather go that way. Yeah. Um, so yeah. we're here to help you and, and sure. clear the air if you're confused. But we definitely got to stand up for our freedoms and just do what the law asks yeah. you to do. And that's it. That's right. Fabulous. Yeah. Okay. Well, we will see you again next week. All right. This has been Chatting, Chatting with Chat. See ya. Bye.